it's free, just go get it. No. How about just talking Just don't worry about it. Hello! Welcome to the very 16th episode of Two Chicks in a Pod. If you are a listener, you might think, uh-uh, it's not 16, because there are two episodes that are video only. One is called, and then I got high, and the other <laughs> one is a clip show of all of our best moments, best of the nest. So I did not uh, upload those two audio because the, um, and then I got high episode does not make sense if you don't watch it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that's our bad, but, um, yeah. So here we are. 16th episode of Two Chicks and a Pod. Here we are. Yeah. So, um, UFC last night. Oh. I know. It was brutal. Yeah, I think probably like one of the best fights on that card was probably the Sean O'Malley fight. That was a deadly fight. Yeah, man. And like that green, I can't remember his name right now, but damn, did he eat those fists. Yeah, the green haired <laughs> guy. Holy shit. He oh. was not going down. Like they called the fight TKO while he was still standing. And you don't ever see that. Like, I mean, sometimes, but it was pretty crazy. That was a killer fight. Like, that guy has got a chin of steel. Yeah, I think Herb just finally called it because it was like, all right, that's enough scrambling of the brains here. Yeah, no <laughs> doubt. Bro, bro's going to have brain damage for shizzle. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty intense. Um, but yeah, props to that kid for having a chin of steel, man, because he, like, it looked like he got knocked out. A couple of times. Mm -hmm. Like, that kid was seeing black. Mm -hmm. You could tell that he was just like, where am I? What's my name? He's eating shots. (laughs) Like, had his hands up, but just eating them. But, like, had his hands up, but they were, like, up and, like... Yeah. separated he so wasn't, o'malley wasn't. was just like just down the pipe like oh yeah. man nice nice great technique for um o'malley and wonder boy's fight wasn't bad like i mean <laughs> parts of it were very exciting but for the most part it was very just dry humping yeah mm-hmm. and i mean like i feel like gilbert thought he won like by far mm-hmm. but like it wasn't like it was what one point off yeah, I, I I think it was. I thought it was. It was f- hard to hear, but I mean, it was pretty. Like, it's one of those things. Like in MMA, like obviously, like there's technique and grappling and stuff too. But like, frick, is it boring? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, Wonder Boy was really trying to put on a performance, and he was trying to like keep it standing up. But Gilbert just wanted to take it to the ground and do some ground and pounding. Yeah. That was pretty crazy when they're just punching each other in the face. Like, I know. I've never seen something like that before. Like, it was like, okay, just... your turn, my turn, your turn, my yeah. turn, your turn, oh, my turn. That was hard to watch. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I barely remember the chick fight. Like, I think we were eating when that. I went to the bathroom and I came out and Blondie got knocked out. So. Oh, yeah. I don't even really remember. Apparently, remember I think it. it was pretty good, but I missed it. Yeah. Um, and then so Connor. I'm... Connor oh, yeah. and fucking Dustin. Like, I love 
Connor, but what the hell, bro? How are you going to break your own ankle or <laughs> break your own leg? Yeah, it's going to be really interesting like to see what happens when they go through all the footage and see if they can pinpoint where he broke his ankle. Yeah, because but- that guy, keep, uh, Dustin Poirier, keeps saying that I'm pretty sure he broke it when I checked that, when I checked that. But like, I think he's just blowing his own smoke. Well, I don't know, because like when he checked it, like if he checked and he like fractured it then don't like he wasn't like limping on it or anything like no it wasn't he took the one step back it was he kind of like i felt like i seen his ankle kind of flicker and then poirier punched him and then he went took another step back and then it just went underneath him and yeah, snapped that was nasty super nasty but the, the balls to talk shit to his wife well, from the ground, like that was. But pretty. I think I don't know. Like, obviously, he would have been really upset. Um, but was mm-hmm. that just like a tactic to get Dustin fired up so that he'll fight him again? Probably. So he can try it's to get all it. Just a like, game. It's yeah. one of those things. Like, yeah, technically he lost, and technically Dustin Poirier won. But it's just like it. It didn't play out the way it needed to play out mm-hmm. for the for them to clear the air and the animosity yeah. to be, between them because. Obviously, McGregor's going to feel like he got... Like, that fight still, in my opinion, still could have gone either way. Like, yeah. Connor had him in that fucking guillotine for a minute there. Like, they were both feeding each other some pretty heavy shots. Like, Connor was giving him some heavy hammer fists from the ground, and Dustin was giving him some heavy elbows from above. And, like, like they were killing yeah, each other. it really, like, people were really talking, like, the fight was going in Poirier's favor at first but I mean like yeah. I don't think you could say that because how many times have we seen like where like someone kind of loses the first round and they come back in that second round firing because yeah. they know that they need to make up for that last round yeah. and I think if that fight would have played out it probably would have been fight of the night and it would have been a bloody war yeah. and somebody would have either been knocked out or damn near knocked out yeah like I feel like people were people who really hate Connor were so ready to be like oh yeah Connor definitely lost but like no no how do you like it was a freak accident Mm -hmm. i think like i don't know anytime somebody breaks something in a fight like it's hard you Mm -hmm. know like it's hard to be like okay that was a i mean i guess there are some fights where it's like clear cut but like i don't think that should count as a tko like i really don't like when silva or weidman like broke their legs like like yeah maybe it was like just like that sweet spot and that unfortunate spot where it just breaks her leg but how do you confidently been like be like the other person and be like yeah i won and be happy about it like you didn't let it play out like it Mm -hmm. didn't you didn't get it out i don't know like yeah take the win but say like i know i didn't win you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. i don't know i wouldn't be satisfied with that win that was like when Derek or is it Derek weidman chris weidman chris weidman yeah when he Derek when he snapped his leg like his opponent was like oh man like yeah. he was upset mm-hmm. like he was like oh like that sucked because that was early like, on too was it not yeah yeah oh I don't really remember actually I think it might have been but I feel like Dustin probably had a sense of relief like I won but like no you didn't but also like McGregor kind of had to eat his words like you're gonna go out on a stretcher and and he went out on a stretcher mm-hmm. yeah yeah I think maybe that's why he was trying to get up so bad so that he could like at least try to go on on crutches maybe yeah. so he can be like <laughs> karma and that is like and you know I was watching some videos this morning of Dustin talking about it and you know Dustin was right like you don't say you're gonna murder someone 
Yeah, Connor like he, always he takes does that take to the next level. Far, yeah. Like say you're gonna bruise him and bloody him and blah blah blah, but murder someone, like can we not? That's mm-hmm. a little hardcore. Well and Poirier even said he's like, you know, he's like it's a very dangerous sport and you can die in the ring, so why would you wish that upon anyone? Yeah, exactly. And he says he prays not just that he'll like not that he's just praying that he'll he'll win, but he prays that everybody will go home to their family safe. Mm-hmm. And you know, that's really nice. And that's probably and why respect, he won. <laughs> and I respect Dustin Poirier. And I think he's a great fighter, too. And it's just, it's one of those things, like, McGregor, man, he was just on such a fucking rise. And then, you know, he lost. Mm-hmm. And then he boxed. Yeah. And it just kind of went downhill from there. And he lost his edge. Yeah, like, he was winning, winning yeah. UFC fights. And then he just got, like, I Complacent. think it all went to his head. And he wanted to be the best in boxing. And he's just putting on all this this whole show and dance. And it's like, we would have all continued to love you and i mean i still do like i still like him he's Mm -hmm. still a great fighter but he would have had such a more like even more amazing than his career already is if he had just kept like fighting like like normal and Mm -hmm. not being greedy like i get it you know your worth you know the money and stuff because look at how many people show up for him Mm -hmm. but um you know i don't know i I just feel like well he's an exciting he's an exciting fighter to watch yeah um like he's never boring to watch Mm -hmm. i feel but the only time he was ever boring was i think it was one of his matches against um but it wasn't because of him um who's the guy khabib 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 held him down is a a grappler yeah yeah and that's just boring and so i feel like that's what people maybe don't like about him is that he like the other fighters are like, I got to get him on the ground because that's the only way I can beat him. But that's like, we don't want to see that. <laughs> no. Um, him and Nate Diaz too. They they stayed like like pent up against the cage and shit, all crawling around. Like, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. The, I was really hoping that fight would have played out because that really would have been a been like the turning point. Like whether yeah, McGregor still has it or K, your time is done. Hmm. Mm. And our time was done for a minute there. <laughs> um, yeah. And then so Friday night. So that was last night. We went, we watched some UFC. And then Friday we went golfing at Rolling Greens in Lloydminster. Yeah. And we uh, completely just, missed a hole. Yeah, because missed a hole. Like that, I just got to say, like, and we could be whatever, but that is a very confusing golf course. Like, Every golf course I've ever been to, there's a straight road that gets you to like every hole and it's very obvious where you go. Yeah, it's very obvious path and, and you know, cart paths and stuff. And it's just like a smooth loop through yeah. the golf course. Yeah. Whereas this one, it was like, okay, where's the other yeah. tee off and where's this hole? And where's the where's the flag? Where's the tee? Yeah, because you'll the- be driving and the next thing you know, you're in a campsite area and you're like, oh, am I in the right spot? Like, yeah. It, yeah. if you've never been there before, it is very confusing. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to work the next day and was like, yeah, like, I don't know, man, like that back nine, it was really, and they said, oh no, the front nine's even worse. And mm-hmm. I went, Huh? How? Yeah, like I've never because <laughs> that was like all I've over never the place. Been so confused at a golf course, but um, yeah, but yeah. So I mean, other than that, it was fun. There were mm-hmm. some extremely long fairways that I think are like six hundred yeah. yards or something <laughs> like that. Fives. Like, yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, we yeah. 
but it's chill out there though so that's nice like mm-hmm. there's no marshals telling you to hurry up so like if it's just somewhere you want to go and enjoy and enjoy your time and relax and just take your time with it definitely the place to go um but yeah if you're probably a real serious golfer probably yeah yeah um so we (laughs) we finished the first hole like the ninth hole i guess or tenth hole and then we went the completely wrong direction (laughs) to try to find the 11th hole (laughs) so these guys that were playing the hole that we had just played once we turned around and went back to the hole they were like running to the next tee so they could be like let's get ahead of these fucking Mm -hmm. women who don't even know where they're going (laughs) and i was like good for you good for you take the initiative and go for it bros like i don't know so yeah and i have like no problem with that at all yeah me neither in fact i like when people like i like people letting people go ahead of us because then you're not feeling rushed Rushed. like oh my gosh because then those other guys caught up to us and they were like oh shit there's people behind us again and um yeah yeah we're just slow ladies so it takes us so many fucking hits, you know, because those fairways are so long. Like we can't drive 300 yards. Like, so we went to the driving range today, this morning, before we even did this podcast, just to fucking practice, practice, get mm-hmm. our swings going. And I don't think I hit one past 150, like not even close. So these freaking fairways, like, yeah, it's going to take us some time to get down it. <laughs> like one whack fuck at a time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, I mean, we we got some pretty solid hits, but even when they're like zing down the fairway, like they still just don't go that far. Mm-hmm. So um, even when I was really trying to smash them, I just could not get past 150. So, yeah, got to work on my drive. Yep. Yeah. And then so then I started hitting with the with the I think it was a five iron. And I was hitting like 150 still. And I was like, oh, wow. So that's my max. Like I can only hit to 150 no matter (laughs) what club I use. We're such dudes. We're talking about UFC and golf. Like, no, we're not dudes. We're women who enjoy these things. (laughs) Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. No. Um, I don't think anything should really have a definite. This is a man's thing or this is a woman's thing. I know. I know. I know. I just think it's funny that. We've had a very... These are, like, the things that we enjoy in life now. Like, mm-hmm. it's not about just... Partying, partying, yeah. Partying, partying, yeah. We'd rather do, like, productive things and active things. Yeah. And- Work on our swing. <laughs> <laughs> Early yeah. in the morning. Like, yeah. I can't believe we were out of the house before noon today. <laughs> like... Adulting. Killing it. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> we're grown up now. <laughs> so... Yeah, and then what else are we going to do today? We're going on a trip. Yeah, we're going on a little trippy trip. Going on a trip. <clears throat> going on a trip to space and back. Gonna not have a heart attack. Gonna find our ego and crush it and... Get in tune with nature. Nature. <laughs> yeah, nature. yeah, yeah. Get in tune with ourselves and... Break through some barriers and find some trauma and dig it up with the shovel and and burn release it. it. Burn it. <laughs> I release you. I release you. The power of Christ compels you. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. cast you out. Oh, my God. Uh. You know, I really feel so I 100 percent. I'm having a hard time with religion conflicting with my core beliefs. So like manifestation, for example. 
if you try to manifest something, that means that you don't believe that it will come to you from the Lord. And so how can I reconcile that? How can I? So if you manifest something, it means that it's not coming from the Lord. Well, because you're, you're believing in yourself more than God. You know what I mean? I don't know how I feel about that. Me neither yet. I, I mean, I, I understand it. I saw just a little clip of it that manifestation means that you're putting more faith in yourself than in God. And I was like, well, then how are you ever supposed to take care of yourself? But then that also like, if you really want to get into it, then I, you get into like the law of attraction. So what you put out into the world is what you'll receive back. So, mm -hmm. and if you manifest good things, I mean. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I guess it's not necessarily manifestation as like, but do, when you do good, get good, do good, not do good, get good, but do good. Yeah, just period. Period. <laughs> yeah. And like, that's kind of like where I think of religion is, you know, you should just be a good person and try and treat others as you would like to be treated. And, um, yeah, I don't know that whole like God thing, you know, everybody preaches God created everyone equal and, mm -hmm. you know, no, he did not. Mm -hmm. No, he didn't. Like, mm -hmm. no, we do not all have equal opportunities. He did not create us all. Equal. Yeah, but that's that's not him. That's society. Like when people are born, they're born into what they're born into. Not, you know what I mean? Like if you were born just in the world before like society, then yeah, equal opportunities. But because there's society, you're born and you're born into something. Right. Yeah, but you even know? like, I don't know, like, well, I guess we like fucked with our ourselves. <clears throat> with what we put in our bodies and what we do nowadays, but like, mm -hmm. what about people that are born with disabilities? Yeah, they're that's... not born equal. They like, even if there was no society, but their hearts and souls are born equal. <laughs> I feel like that's something you'd have to like really look into before you like, I don't know, form an opinion about it. <laughs> like, you know, because I'm, I'm really just finding that I've been wrong about a lot of things as far as like how to treat people and blah, 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 because compassion is really the only thing that like moves us forward. And so even though people are born, whatever, you have to just like believe in them and love them and that's their path. I don't know. I don't that's know. A tough one because... I don't know. Like, it's sad. And it's like, it's hard when, you know, children are born with severe disabilities and stuff because it totally changes those parents' lives, too. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's not just their life. And I don't know. I just, I have a hard time with the whole God thing sometimes because just, like, you want to believe so bad. But, like, why do so many terrible things happen to innocent people? Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Like, innocent, innocent. Mm hmm. Like, I don't know. Yeah, well, we're all born sinners, so it's up to us to find the light and blah, blah, and turn our lives around and use love as the power, you know? And that's such a hard thing to do, especially when you don't like someone. It'd be really interesting <laughs> to, like, read the Bible and then read, like, different religions' Bibles. Oh, 100%. 
Yeah. I think, I think everybody like, should do that. I think everybody should read the Bible. Everybody should read the Quran just to have an understanding because really, I don't think anybody should shit talk anything until they fully have like delved into it and understood it. Like I talked shit about the Bible my whole life and I thought I knew everything about it, you know, cause I went to Catholic school for so long, but you know, as a grown up, it, the meaning changes, your understanding of life changes and you know, yeah, it's, it's a crazy, crazy thing. But this was a crazy episode of randomness, and have a fucking great Monday, y'all. We love you. We're two chicks in a pod. Subs- <laughs> oh, <that was> over. <laughs> oh, why am I doing that? I don't need to do that. That's what I do.